Hello and welcome to episode 189 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined as always by my co-host and your friend, Mr. Patrick Rohn. Hello, sir. I am your friend. I am everyone's friend. Recently, Speaking I've of been, friends. I was gonna say, just before, I'll say recently, I've been, I've been really enjoying saying the episode numbers for this show. Because it's really? so many now. 189. I like it. Anyway, so yes, I, I just destroyed your introduction. But we have... No, we're going to have to come up with something like, like once again, uh, need need suggestions for something for 200. Because I don't know. We should do something. It's right? just like right around the corner. 200 is 11 episodes away now. So it's a... Terrifying. I passed 100,000 followers on Tumblr for Minimal Mac, so... You did. Congratulations. I was going to bring Man, that up today. This is it's crazy. Um, quite All right. a, quite Enough of me. I could care less about me. What I do care about is we have... Uh, what I was just discussing, probably one of my longest uh, uh, internet friends, quotation marks. Uh, like, one of the earliest people I kind of follow and, and interacted with on Twitter. And, uh, I mean, G is just a fantastic guy all around. Unbelievably talented, too. Um, great musician. Uh, Pat Dreiber is, uh, is with us today. How are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you? Great. Oh, dude. So great and so awesome to have you on. I can't tell you, you how much it means to me and how overdue I now realize it is uh, that we've never had you on before. Yeah, it only took, what, 187,491 yeah. <laughs> episodes to get me here? Like that. We ran out of other guests. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Don't Liter- even go. Literally the English-speaking world has you guys have covered it all and other languages <laughs> all this left is me we've covered italian too but um. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> so pat why don't you uh, why don't you uh tell our listeners what you like to be known for wh- 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 how can people know you on the internet oh boy um wow it's, a, it's an interesting question only because as of late i've had a weird relationship with the internet in that I keep deleting profiles and <laughs> re-adding profiles and starting blogs and ending blogs and, and all these sorts of things. But um, probably just patdriver.com is sort of... So I, I'm a designer by, by trade. Um, started, started doing websites back you know four or five years ago. Um, lately, I've been doing more mobile stuff, iOS um, and otherwise. I mean, so... Um, that I would say people might know me for, and I do a bunch of other stupid videos. And I was gonna say I'm I'm putting dancing a, around in in tank tops. Yep, I've put a link to your um, Vimeo page in in the show notes for this episode because I would probably say maybe most of our listeners would know you from the John Syracuse um, review warm up videos. That would probably be, yeah, that's definitely the biggest like. You know, in terms of page views and and awareness, those that's definitely the biggest. Those videos are definitely the biggest thing I've ever done. It's it's funny too because um, I actually for the last one had John Syracuse in the video. We yeah. were in San Francisco <laughs> for WWDC, and he was there. And I I was able to convince him um, with, after after some uh, some prodding and some some persuasion to convince him to actually be in the video. Uh, so that was awesome. That was really By cool. By and persuasion, you mean many drinks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, actually, uh, no. Everything was just over email. Um, he was a really awesome guy. He he was he's a busy guy, so he 
he could only stay for a little bit of the shoot, but we got him in and, and he was, he was a really good sport. Um, he's not the type of guy that likes being in the, in the, you know, center of attention kind of thing. So, so he was, he was a really great sport to do that. Not my favorite of the videos that you've ever done though. My favorite of your video is your somersault video. Which is one, was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Excellent. It's, it's easily one of the worst somersaults ever performed. <laughs> and yeah. the Ben, therefore the best. Yes. <laughs> but um, we spoke about you on the show a couple of weeks ago, um, and that's why, primarily why you, we wanted to get you here today, is you've just launched a podcast of your own called 100 Down, yeah. in, in which you were chronic, chronicling, chronicling, if that's a word. I don't know if it is yep, one. Yeah. Yep. Um, so a weight loss goal that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So um, Patrick mentioned on, on that show, uh, which I've uh, printed out the transcript of and, and hung on my <laughs> refrigerator. Um, he mentioned that uh, he had seen a photo, and we discussed it before the show, where I looked, quote, svelte. Um, after describing the photo, I still have no idea what photo he's talking about. But Well, um, that's because you had to look up svelte, right? I right. Mean, it, was not a, it was not a term you were familiar with. And, exactly. And, and therefore, after consulting Webster's English Dictionary, you realized it's the sort of term you should put up on your refrigerator. Absolutely. Yes, for yes. sure. And so, um, I, I mean, I, t- I, take, I take everything everyone says about me as a compliment. I just, I just, you know, even if they say bad things, I'm just like... Oh, that's nice. But anyway, uh, so, uh, but lately, as of late, I have not been so svelte. I have been um, svelte plus. And so um, I wanted to do something about that. Um, about a year ago, uh, a friend of mine started on what's called the paleo diet. Um, and it's popular with a lot of kids these days. Very popular. Um, it's, it's basically, uh, for those who don't know, um, you don't eat. Uh, gluten or you know wheat, um, you avoid uh, dairy and you avoid uh, legumes and uh, you know, so beans and, and potatoes and things like that. Basically, you stick with meat, veggies, fruit, and nuts. And yeah. so I've um, I like to call the uh, steak and eggs diet. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my friend Ed uh, had started on the diet about a year ago, um, and he's lost somewhere in the neighborhood of well, just shy of fifty pounds, basically. Um, and, uh, that was really cool. And, and I had wanted to do it and he had been encouraging me, but I just, I always had excuses for it. Um, and then, uh, back last November, I was actually at a friend's wedding, which I was, uh, a groomsman in. And he, I, I ran into this guy, um, that I recognized, but couldn't quite place who he was. And it wasn't until about eight hours later when, the groom actually uh, called that person by name and said, Hey Bill, that I realized, Oh, this is a guy who a year and a half, the last time I'd seen him was a year and a half before. And his name is Bill Dees. And he, he weighed something in the neighborhood of 320 pounds. And over, over a course of about a year and a few months, he managed to lose uh, 140 pounds um, just doing this paleo diet and a little bit of exercise. And so um, between, uh, Ed's story and Bill's story, I realized, you know, if these two guys can do it, maybe, maybe I can do it. And so, but I knew I couldn't do it alone. And so I asked, I asked both of them if they would sort of help out and coach me along. And that turned into the idea of doing the podcast. And so the podcast is really for me. It's really um, primarily for me and, and, and my accountability and my, you know, gaining knowledge and, and 
getting tips and whatnot. Um, secondarily, it's for them. It's for them uh, to share any of the struggles that they have um, or any questions that they might have of, of you know any of us. Um, and and then the tertiary and and surprising uh, result has been you know that other people are actually listening and and enjoying and getting something out of it. So it's a it's fun, fun show. I mean, I've I caught up today i've li- listened awesome. to episode four today i've been picking awesome. them up so and it's as entertaining mm-hmm. as i would imagine anything that you would create would be sir because you are an entertaining gentleman um, it's fun it's funny because it's, it's really so. hard to make it's hard to make like what's essentially an all guy weight watchers meeting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean that's what it is it's an all guys weight watchers meeting and and it curves but it is it. fun you know we we talk about we talk about some things that actually have impact on your on your life in terms of just your attitude. We talk about coming to terms with, you know, when you don't reach a goal or or things don't turn out the way you want. And some of these things have applications in other areas of life, obviously. Um, but yeah, then we try to have fun. We try to you know make jokes and yeah. I mean, I start every podcast by saying, "Hey, I'm Pat and I'm fat," so it can't be too serious. <laughs> yeah, that that does always put a smile on my face. It's a great I, I intro. That, I don't think it's quite Weight Watchers protocol to start start that way. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's probably against their positive <laughs> well, thinking. And, and speaking of which, I mean, let's be let's be honest and real here. This is not a topic that is regularly discussed by. A lot of men. I mean, there's a reason why you know the kind of Weight Watchers image uh, or curves or any of these other kind of programs are are uh, primarily you know kind of female pushed and female based, right? You know that there's you know certainly you know that speaks a lot to our culture about um, the female body image and our culture and how, and the pressure on females to be thin and look good in a bikini and all this other stuff. Right. And there's a lot to unpack there. No question about it. But there's also a lot to unpack about why aren't men, why aren't more men talking about this? Why aren't more men engaged in, uh, you know, why aren't there Weight Watchers style programs that are actually primarily focused on men versus primarily focused on women, especially sure. since uh, I would argue that that there is actually a greater obesity issue amongst males than females. But I have no da- data to back that up. Um, but yeah. y- you know what I mean. It's just not something that guys talk about, and so it's it's kind of interesting that you are. Yeah, and even in even in it's good you brought that up because even in media. Um, I mean, I've never seen a podcast or, or, or a program, you know, that's focused on, you know, the fat guy losing weight. Uh, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. lots about, um, there's lots about, you know, women losing weight. Um, and there's lots about, you know, men's health and other publications and whatnot that are focused on, um, you know, sort of weight training and, and, you mm-hmm. know, you've got, you've got like, you know, three pounds to lose and before you get your six pack kind of thing. And, um, there's lots of that out there, but there's, there's very little in the way of, um, you know, got men, males, uh, struggling with obesity, um, Mm -hmm. and, and how to deal with all that. And so, 
you know, uh, part of the, yeah, part of the pro- reason we did the podcast was because I really didn't feel like there was anything out there. And anything that is out there is very much a prescription. You know, it's, it's a couple mm. skinny, it's a couple skinny guys in a room who have, you know, been skinny their whole life and, and worked and went to college and became trainers and, and nutritionists and whatnot. And they know mm. all the answers and they know all the facts and the data and all these things. Um, but it's very, it's very much, you know, they're coming in and prescribing solutions. Um, whereas what we want to do is, is a much more, um, you know, uh, we're figuring this out as we go (laughs) and some things we won't figure out, you know, and, and that's fine. Like I said, uh, on an episode, uh, I don't remember if it was episode three or four, but I really don't care why this works, why, like what my body is taking out of the food and the you know like what vitamins it's getting and i all i care is that it it is working you know and my why why i'm doing it is um i want to be healthier and i see two of my very good friends who have done it and are healthier and so you know using logical extrapolation from that point <laughs> just <laughs> decided it was for me so yeah, I think, yeah. I think one of my favorite things about the show, and you, you mentioned it kind of briefly a second ago, is that you talk about the things that don't go well, like you were saying about how you ate two gluten-free pizzas in a weekend, and you just sort of like admitted that on the show, and, and you know, <laughs> and that you were saying that also that you know that you hadn't started exercising by the point that you wanted to start, and it was yeah. just interesting that you were that you're so open in the parts that aren't going well because even when i'm listening to them i can feel that you know there's a part of you that's like i really don't want to have to admit that i've done something wrong here (laughs) but you're doing it and i just think that that is is quite admirable really and it's it's interesting to hear that because i don't think even on a show you know where people are talking about this stuff i don't necessarily know if they would go to that point a big part of that's just the fact that I'm doing it with friends, right? Like two guys that I've known for a number of years, um, one of whom, especially Ed, uh, through the films and stuff that we've done, um, have just grown to be really, really close friends. And whether you're doing a podcast or not, I really feel like you need something like that when you're trying to, um, when you're trying to, uh, change something in your life. Um, I know, uh, back at, back late last year when, you know, and it happens every year when people are talking about resolutions and New Year's resolutions and how they always fail and everything like that. Um, there was the, the discussion about, you know, the difference between, you know, saying you're, you're going to do something and then building up the system to allow yourself to do that thing. And so that's what I feel like I've been trying to do with this is, is you know, with my two friends, I've got a system where we talk every, once a week for half an hour or so and it's working i mean it really is working and and i and that that in itself is encouraging because then i i you know on a day where i'm struggling i just go okay all i have to do is stick to this and you know don't worry about tomorrow and the week after and what what the next few months brings just just worry about this one meal even and making sure i get it right because if i get it right then I don't have to worry about it anymore and I can worry about the next the next thing that's on my on my plate literally and figuratively. Hmm. So so how much so far where are you at? Okay, so um 
We haven't. Uh, we actually had to postpone. We usually record Monday nights, um, and so you are going to get the check in um, ahead of ahead of my <laughs> own podcast. So please Terrific. feel so so honored. No, um, I am. so uh, today I checked in at um, twenty. Uh, let me let me pull it up here. I uh, it was I weighed in at two hundred and sixty point three. Which is about five pounds less than what I weighed in. I weighed at two sixty five point nine. It's about two uh, five point six pounds uh, in the last week that I've lost. That's awesome. Wow, that's great. That yeah, I'm feeling really good. So that's that's a grand total of um, twenty eight point seven pounds lost since um, since February or since um, January second. Wow, that's that's terrific. Yeah, that is really great. Thank you. And and so far, that is mostly just through diet. You started your you know your kind of exercise late. As you <laughs> Actually, so, uh, going on that whole honesty thing, still haven't started yeah. exercising. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and it is some, you know we're going to be talking about that this week when we uh, when we record. But um, yeah, that's uh, something I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I want to do. Uh, we did actually um, as a company. My the company I work for, uh, we went to laser tag on uh, mm. on Wednesday, mm. and that was a blast. And I, I kind of wish I could just do laser tag for exercise every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but well, but uh, you know, as someone who is training for a like a major physical event, and so therefore am uh, you're doing I, the Go Rock Challenge? Is that right? The Go Rock Challenge, yes. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, you know, so I mean, I'm 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 working out literally every other day, um, and following a, a really great strength training book that I think I, did I mentioned that on last week's podcast or the week before, Definitely Michael. So. I can't yeah. remember. So. Um, it's called Starting Strength um, okay. Training. Um, let me see if I can provide. Uh, a uh, the uh, Mark Ripto uh, book, uh, Starting Strength, um, and it's it's basically no brainer. Um, you know, here's the science behind it. Uh, sort of strength training with uh, with but with uh, barbells. Oh, cool! And and it is basically a bone simple recipe, which mm-hmm. is. You know, start off with uh, you know you're going to do be doing uh, squats, bench presses, and deadlifts. Here's how they here they are. Here's how to do them properly. Here's the reason why you want to do these things for just plain core power and strength um, and endurance. And here's how it works. For every one of these, you start with a weight that is comfortable to you. To do five repetitions at that weight, and then you increase it by five pounds until you basically break. <laughs> so, so you you know, so you get to a point where you cannot do five reps at yep. whatever weight you've you've put on. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you reach that point, that's it. You're done. You're done with that for the day. And the next day. You come back, you start out at a slightly higher, like, beginning weight. Right. And work your way up from there. 
And what you what you find is, and you know, kind of what goes against traditional weight training sort of thinking is that. You know, usually it's like, oh, your muscles need time to recover and repair and, you know, this, that, and the other. And they're like, yeah, if you want to build, like, definition and things like that, if you want to, you know, kind of look like a muscle guy, mm-hmm. then that might be the way to go. But that's – you're not going to build strength that way. Right. The only way to build strength is you need your muscles to be broken slightly to begin. You don't want to let them repair too much. Mm-hmm. You want to break them again. Um, because you want to keep them in this constant building mode. You don't want them to, to build, and then you have to come and break it again to build and be done building and break it again. No, you want to constantly have them broken. And that's and so it's been dead simple. And I, I tell you, I've gone from, I think when I started, I was benching. Now, now let me just, I'm just going to go with the squats, just the squats. When I started, I was doing about 120 pounds max with with the squat, with the deep yep. squat. Um, before I left, because I completely, I took the week off in Disney, which was a mistake, because I'll have to start <laughs> back again. But I, it's just serious, there was just no time. Um, yeah. And they didn't have the right facilities there for me anyway. Um, but uh, I was at 190. Wow. That's and a huge that was, gain. Yeah. <laughs> and that was only after like a couple of weeks. Wow. Like, like two, three weeks. Yeah. It's actually I mean, really surprising how quickly that, that comes. I remember yeah. the last time I did it, I did any weight, weight um, training. Um, it really, it really, you notice, you notice it very, you know, very, early and quickly. And, and yeah. the trick though, is that when it starts, when you go from, you know, 190 to 210, that's mm-hmm. the that's the tricky part, right? The, you know, <laughs> yeah, I you've mean, gone the you've gone the you've got the you know one twenty to one fifty to one seventy to one ninety. That's that's yeah. pff, anyone can do that. But well, getting from one ninety to two ten, that's going to be that's going to be or you know whatever the number is. Right. Um, that's the uh, that's the decide. You know, the last ten percent or whatever is is you know takes right. up eighty percent of your energy or whatever it is well, and actually the goal with starting strength is for squats is that you should be able to do one and a half times your body weight oh, wow. which for me was going is going to be about three hundred pounds nice so in any case, I digress the bottom line of all of that was to say that what I have found is and the reason I like this program versus any others I have done before for any previous training things, um, and this is the same thing with the running program I've been doing. just keeping it as simple as possible. Math you can do in your head and you know things you don't even have to necessarily think about. And if I have any tips for you as far as exercise, Start with just getting out and walking. Yeah. And don't worry about walking how far. And I mean, and, and this is this is true of, of uh, running too, right? One of the things that I may have discussed before here, but, you know, one of the interesting things about the, you know, a lot of these kind of programs like Couch to 5K or things like that is they have you start with walking. Yeah. Because just most get people, up and go. Just get up and just walk and see how far you can walk. And then the next day, walk a little further, right? Yeah. Um, and you and, just if, you're, and if, you're wondering, if you're wondering how long to walk for, just 
pipe in an episode of an, the Enough podcast. There's lots of them. <laughs> yeah, and, there you uh, go. They're about the perfect length to go for a walk. They, they really are. Um, no, seriously, you, you, you just get out there and you walk for as long as you know, for as long as you feel comfortable. Um, and you, a lot of people don't realize how beneficial just simply that is. Adding some extra walking. Um, another thing that uh, has helped me is um, how beneficial, for instance, you go to the store um, and you're at the big box store in the big parking lot. Don't park close to the door. Park towards right. the other end of the parking lot. Park further park, away. Park where the nice cars are. <laughs> yes, park where the <laughs> nice cars are. <laughs> and where you don't have to fight for a space. Exactly. And Hey, you're getting some extra steps in your day. You're getting some extra exercise. If you have to go, you know, you have to go somewhere and you've got an elevator and you've only got to go up two, three flights. Well, why not just take the stairs? Mm -hmm. You know, and that one is often surprised at how simple little things like that can add, can add extra exercise into their day and have a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. And it takes no ex, no real, no real extra energy. Maybe a little extra, bit of extra yeah. time, and but you know you're talking maybe one minute versus two. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things I've I've recently gotten into is uh, not only parking further away, but instead of walking, running. So I'll you know so this it doesn't necessarily take any extra time because instead right. of walking to the door i'm now running from twice as far away the trick though is that when you're going back to your car to not look as though you've just taken something yes exactly. yeah make sure you get past the security <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. no that's yeah uh, uh, probably a good exercise for me would be to to sort of think about my day just in you know my day to day and and try and pick out those spots where I can be doing a little bit you know i I think you know i have a I live on the sixth floor of an apartment building and I take an elevator up every day and I don't think I necessarily want to take up you know six floors worth of stairs every single day and every sing- or every single time I come up, but doing it once a day uh mm-hmm. you know whether maybe it's you know, when I come home from work, that's the only time I have to walk up the stairs or, or something that's a little bit more, you know, something that's, that's regular, but, you know, so, uh, taking a even look at walking day. down them. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, you, you, you're adding, you're adding steps that you otherwise wouldn't have taken and that's sure. going to, you know, and so, um, have you found that uh, well, I think one of the nice things, and I think one of the um, kind of appeals of the paleo diet is in its simplicity. Absolutely. Right? You're not having to count carbs. You're not having to, you know, is this is not Atkins where you're having to, you know, look at the sides of every package and try to figure out whether or not you've hit your target carbs for the day and things like that. You know, this is just simply, look. You know, here's here's the things to eat. You've got nuts, you've got fruit, you've got vegetables, you got meat. Make sure most of it is is as raw or uncooked as possible. Go. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly um that's exactly why I chose paleo. Um I I in the past I had tried uh 
um, using apps like Lose It or otherwise, trying to track every meal that I had. I kept food journals written and electronic, um, you know, and the reading packages and weighing food and all these things just, it just was too much, um, you know, meta work mm -hmm. to achieve what should be simple, you know? And so the, the definitely a big appeal of the paleo diet for me was just, eat this way and boom, you're done. You know, it's just kind of this, it's a very, um, I, I don't, I don't have to add anything to my life. I'm simply changing what I eat. I'm still eating the same number of meals a day. I'm still, you know, having the occasional snack. Um, but like, instead of having, you know, a bag of chips at 10 o'clock at night, I'm having a bowl of frozen fruit or something, something simple like that, you know, and, and that, um, you know, added up throughout the day really, really does add up. And like I said, you know, I've lost close to close to 30 pounds in just over a month and a, well, about a month and a half now. So, yeah, yeah, which is just, like I said, that's really fantastic. Crazy. Thank you. So your podcast is going to be over in just about maybe two, three months, right? Yeah. To answer your question uh, <laughs> on, on the show, the plan is to end the podcast once I've reached my goal. Um I I really wanted the show to be um, timeless in what we discussed in terms of, you know, we don't bring up like news articles or anything like that. We're not talking about the day-to-day -day news of, of the, you know, the time that we're in. We're very much just sharing our, our story as it goes and hopefully with the, with the hope that, you know, a year or two down the line, someone can see this episode or this podcast with, you know, 48 or 50 episodes um, spanning a year or so and know that the person who made this podcast started and finished their goal within those 48 or 50 episodes. You know, yeah. there's, something, yeah. there's something really encouraging about the idea that this is actually only going to take 50 weeks. You know, when you put it in that, in that perspective, it's it's very empowering because suddenly it's like that's a manageable that's a manageable uh you know timeline for most people to think mm -hmm. you know in a year in a year i'm going to reach this goal and uh, and to have sort of this archive of someone who has done it um hopefully will inspire others to do the same and then obviously the the goal you know people listening along as we're as we're doing it um you know hopefully that they're they're tracking along as well and and Whatever their goal is, whether it's weight loss or whether it's strength training or whether it's something totally unrelated, maybe it's a work thing or, or otherwise, um, and just feeling empowered, okay, this is, all you have to do is do it, you know, and that's sort of, that's sort of what, I, what I struggled so hard to fight with. I was always looking for the, for the diet that, you know, you know like I, I took a pill and poof, there's 40 pounds gone, and, mm -hmm. and, or there's this magic solution, and it's not. It's just do it, and it's done. Yeah, and and, well, and I think there's I think there's something really powerful about that. Yeah, and I think just simply making it as simple as possible for you to remember, yeah, you know, basically what the rules are, how to follow it. Oh, I mean, sure. even I mean, even one for, one for me that I. Uh, 
have tried to do and it stuck with me. And this was actually a, a friend of mine who gave me this uh, tip and suggestion. I, I thank him and love him for it almost every day. And that is, here's a simple one. With, with uh, any plate of food, make sure that it's two-thirds vegetables. For sure. When you think about that, yeah, okay, great. You take a, this round thing and you divide it up in a third. You know, you kind of make a pie out of it. And, you know, meat goes here, protein goes here or whatever. And then, you know, vegetable, vegetable, fruit or vegetable, fruit or fruit, vegetable or whatever. But make sure <laughs> yeah. that two-thirds of that plate is filled with, you know, one of those two things. Yep. Um, and it's just a simple rule that every time... Every time I fill a plate of food, I think about that. Yep. I think about that simple little rule, and it just it plays like a little mantra in my head. <laughs> and and even a you know, and I think that that's kind of you know, if I have any message to get across and any takeaway from what you're doing, it's that it's kind of keeping this stuff as simple as possible, for sure, and easy to follow. Our so, lives are complicated enough, right? I mean, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so. That said, I know you're not like, you know, pushing any magic bullet solutions or anything like that, but are there any like resources that you've come to rely on, books, websites, that sort of thing when it comes to all of this paleo weight loss stuff? Uh, pretty much the only real resource that I've relied on. Well, there's a couple, I guess. One is the biggest one is, um, you know, what those of us, you know, it's sort of the modern Bible for the paleo diet, which is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob Wolf's The Paleo Solution. Yeah, um, yeah. We've mentioned and, and, it before. And what's actually great about the book that made me, that really worked for me and, and, and maybe for others who, you know, worry about the idea of having to go through a whole book. I, I read about maybe 50% of the book. There's, you know, sort of the intro that describes what it is he's setting up and talking about. Um, and then there's a giant section where it, he talks about a lot of the science that goes behind the paleo stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily have to know the science for it to work for you. And so, mm -hmm. and he says that right out in the book. He says there's, you know, if you want to skip on to the how to do it section, here's the page number or what have you. And... I, that's what I did. I just jumped right to the, how do I do this? I, I get that it's going to work. I have two friends who, for whom it worked perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, I don't need to know that you know, this uh, chemical reacting with this food is causing this reaction. I, none of that really interests me. Um, maybe in the future, uh, you know, when I have a little bit more time, whenever that happens to be, uh, I can spend some time digging in. But really, all I cared about was that it did work. And so um, the Paleo Solution is a great resource. You can, you can get in and get out really quickly and have a fairly solid idea of what you should do. And if you are one of the people who needs to know why, all those answers are in there. Um, and then um, the other thing is actually um, uh, a website that my friends Bill and Ed both run. It's just a Tumblr blog. It's called SoGoodPaleo.com. It's just... Really simple but easy, but delicious recipes for uh, paleo um, meals. Um, some are the, some of them are quote unquote paleo ish because they have a couple cheat <laughs> items like dairy or something. But um, they're really there's I mean that's where I found the the bacon wrapped feta cheese filled jalapeno stuffers that I mm. made uh, for the Super Bowl party I went to a couple weeks back. That was I mean that could that, there's the fact that I can eat bacon really makes this this diet 
one of the <laughs> flourless mocha bacon brownies. Get oh yeah, out of here. holy yeah. cow! And there's another recipe in there for um, look up one for I think it was pulled pork or a roast or something he did, <sighs> where he made this he made this homemade sauce and he it was back when I still lived in Ontario and he actually brought the sauce. Um, with uh, some pulled pork in a, just a little dish, and it was hands down the best pulled pork I've ever had in my entire life. So check it out because um, th- I mean, it's well, it's great. Again, it's it's by guys who don't like live this stuff. You know, it's just yeah, guys yeah. who happen to happen to do it. And and you know, the, bacon, the chocolate, are, apple uh, slices. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I really am trying to pay attention to what you're saying. No, it's okay. At this, I'm like. Holy cow. I'm assuming literally ever since I listed the website, ever since I mentioned the website, I'm assuming no one's listening. No one's, except, no one's listening. Except for Mike. Anymore. Mike's still there, I think. Yeah, I'm still we listening. Talk, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about we now. We can go back to talking about the uh, boudoir photography. Um, <laughs> no, so, so enchilada chicken stew. Oh, my gosh. This stuff looks so great. I mean, because here's the thing, right? And that is that, um, I mean, if it's up to up to me, if I were to do the whole paleo thing, it'd be like, okay, I'm just going to cook some bacon and have some avocados. I'm going to just eat that for every single meal, <laughs> uh, a handful of pistachios, and I'm done. But like, you know, finding finding good inventive recipes is is I think key to you know keeping it interesting, especially when you have a family, um, yeah, kid, kids, kids is hard. I mean, I don't have any yeah. kids, obviously, but. Um, I, I know from, from friends. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, your, your kid probably knows what she, you know, she likes she, and, 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 yeah. and she just, um, yeah. she doesn't, you know, she, she doesn't want to be, you know, yeah, she, she wouldn't probably get bored if she just stuck. Well, talking, oh, so thing. speaking about all this like diet stuff. Okay. So, so Beatrix, my kid, she's yes. like a bird. I mean, she really does. She's one of these kids that, like, eats little bits of everything all day long. And to get her to sit down and, like, have one big meal or eat a lot is really difficult. Even for dinner, she'll have, like, maybe three bites. We'll force her to have two more, and then she'll ask to be excused. Um, But uh, when we were in Florida uh, for Disney World, um, uh, a friend down there introduced us to, uh, I guess they are a chain. They have them all uh, in many states around the country, but they don't have them in this one. And after one visit there, I seriously was talking with Bethany about the possibility of opening a franchise here. I mean, like we were, we were having a very serious conversation oh, wow. about it. Like, like what would it cost? How much <laughs> would it take? You know, that sort of thing. You know, is this something we would want to get into? You know, is it something we could finance and have someone else run? That sort of right. thing. Um, it's called Sweet Tomatoes. Um, if you do a Google search for it, you can find it and find one in your area. But basically, it's a um, it, it's a salad bar buffet. Oh wow! But like, it's this huge salad bar with lots of pre-made salads, some some pasta salads, but but also you know this big bar of make your own items, um, as well as they've got like frozen yogurt and they have soups. Um, like seven or eight different types of soups. Um, awesome. All of them are, are great. Um, you know, all the fixings, everything that you can imagine a kind of salad and soup buffet 
bar would be, it is this. And Beatrix loved it. Oh, Absolutely wow. loved it. Because she could take her plate, you know, she you know, took her plate in her tray and just kind of picked a little bit of corn and put it on her plate and a little bit of olives and put it on her plate and a little bit of of carrots, shredded carrots and put it on her and right. and it allowed her to eat the way that she was comfortable eating while at the same time I've never seen her have a, a full meal of such healthy healthy stuff in my life. Wow. Um and it gave us this tremendous idea, which was well Heck, we could do that at home, <laughs> right? And, and and that's what we did. So for for her lunch today, I basically put a whole bunch of little tiny containers in there of like you know a little container of shredded carrots and a little container yeah. of shredded corn and or or you know corn kernels, another one yep. of olives and another one of apples and another one of of strawberries and and boom, done, happy, you know. And so I think that that oftentimes, oftentimes, especially when it comes to kids, we have to be conscious of the the way that they eat and the way that they prefer to eat, and giving them enough control over what they're eating while at the same time and how they're eating it, and while at the same time introducing healthy things into that, mm-hmm. but. Introducing it in a way that they kind of glom onto and get behind. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. That that, it, that is is natural for them. Yeah. Or, yeah. Answer. Yeah. And so yeah, seeing seeing great recipes that you can make that everyone in the family is going to enjoy, while not being like, oh, you're trying to stuff this paleo thing down my throat. <laughs> while it's good for you, I'm. I want a baked potato, you know. Yep. It's like, yep. you know, okay, well, fine. Make your yep. baked potato, but you know, yep. here's the uh, bacon wrapped uh, portobello <laughs> mushrooms on the side, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so gosh. I want to, uh, I want, I want to take a quick break. Yeah. Talk about our sponsor. Oh wow! And then I've got a couple other things that I want to talk to, with Pat about before we let him go today. Yeah, sounds great. Is that good? Could yeah, you, do you know how? Because I, I know I've got, we've already taken up so much of people's time, so this might have to be a two-parter. No, no, we'll put it out in one. This is forty-five minutes. Oh wow, we can we okay. can put it out in one. People get an extended episode for once. Oh, there you go. It'll be, be a good happy. walk for someone. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, keep nice trying to go walk. home, go. but we won't let. Put on it. the headphones. Take the stairs. There you go. All right. So our sponsor for this week is, of course, those fine folks over at Squarespace.com, who give you everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace provides you a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. It doesn't matter what you want to put online, Squarespace gives you all the tools that you need. Um, If you want to build a a business site, you can do that. If you want to build a podcast like Mr. Dryberg did, you can use Squarespace to do it. Squarespace will even host the files for you too and give you an RSS feed that you can submit to iTunes and let people download from. It's something that we don't talk about enough, but they do give you everything that you would need no matter what it is that you want to build they have beautiful templates they have drag and drop design with their layout engine system which allows you to add blocks of content and you can just move them around to make your site look how you want how you want it to and they have some great design tools they have beautiful font options as well they've recently integrated with typekit and they offer a selection of free typekit fonts for you 
They have iOS and Android apps that you manage and post on the go. You can also see your built-in statistics on the app too. Um, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help or if you've got any problems when you're setting up the site, and they're always there to help you. There's no credit card required to go try out Squarespace. They also have a blog importer, so if you want to bring in your previous site from them, even if you want to just go and try it out, do that by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels, and that helps support the show too. Squarespace starts at $10 a month for their standard plan and $20 a month for their limited plan. If you sign up for a year, you'll get 20% off, and if you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off. But use the code 70 decibels 2 at checkout, and you'll get an additional 10% off your first purchase. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. I like Squarespace. They're good, aren't they? Good good people. I'll say this, it's I I've used a lot of content management systems in my day. And it is easily the the most beautiful one. Um it's it's simple, it's clear what you're doing. Um there's a few things I would have done differently just because I'm a designer and have my own opinions, but it's really, really great. Like you said, I, I've been using it for the 100 Down podcast, and it's it's been great. I don't have to worry about FTP, mm-hmm. hosting, any of that crap. I just mm-hmm. post it and go. Well, and I, I think it's, it's a really interesting and a great testament that, I mean, you're a geek. Mm-hmm. You're a designer who could, who can and has easily do this by hand from the ground up, and had started, chose, <laughs> and had started yet decided to go with with Squarespace. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that says a lot about about Squarespace and their um, and and their offering, and that even for the most hardcore, you know, kind of geek designer who could do this stuff by hand, who could build a beautiful and amazing website on their own. You, why go through the trouble and the hassle yeah. when you can put something together in you know literally a few minutes if that's all you want to take that will do the job and do it very well if i wasn't so fiddly it would have taken about i think 5 minutes to set up and get yeah. the first podcast out i think because i'm so fiddly it took about 12 minutes <laughs> so, so you know, it, it is really good. Anyway, I, Squarespace. Thank Thanks you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace, and thank you, Pat, for for for, for adding your recommendation. So, before we let you go today, um, this week you are doing something very interesting. You you have taken over um, the Brooks review. Mr. That's right. Benjamin I I, I I broke in. I walled up the window, or I boarded up the windows, blocked off the doors. There's no way he's getting back in until, until the end of the week. Um, basically, so yeah, basically but you have taken down the paywall. Take down this wall. I, that, that's, that's something I just can't. I I don't even know how I would begin to do that. But um, there, it was actually funny this this morning, and, and I might still do it. I, w- I was thinking about doing a a predictions for next week. Because um, for those who don't know, Ben uh, Ben Brooks, who runs BrooksReview.net, has a membership sign-up where um, if you sign up as a member, you get all of the articles as they're posted, you know, quote-unquote real-time in your RSS reader. Um, but if you don't, if you don't have a membership, then you still get all the same articles, but you get them a week later. And so my idea was to sort of say, you know, do a kind of quasi-predictions post where... 
you know, I post it today on Tuesday the fifteenth, twelfth, what are we on? 12th. Whatever day it is. And then and then the you know, for the next week. And then people who are reading that this that week will have experienced that day and been like, That didn't happen or that did happen, you know. I think that's a great Aliens idea. did arrive. You're right, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um but yeah, the Ben Ben just kinda um he he's just kind of been tired and 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 just kind of, you know, he needed a break. He, he needed a break, and so uh, he he asked me just over IM one day, "Hey, would you ever be interested in uh, guest editing the the site?" And I said, "Of course. Um, why wouldn't I? I mean, where where uh, what better opportunity to spread my own brand of craziness um, than to his uh, his readership?" So. Um, yeah, so I started. I started posting yesterday, um, and I've I've only posted one thing today, but uh, and it was about email and how you shouldn't worry about email. It's just stupid. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the, if and Patrick, if you were if you were a paying member, you would have already read the article. And well, you I already... am a paying. Ah, uh, but so and actually, Michael tried to me about this beforehand i just i just haven't let them know yet i've been traveling myself dude i'm busy um but uh for whatever reason uh the member feed just kind of breaks for me all Uh, of a sudden for no good reason it just will stop um and i don't i don't know whose problem it is i don't know if it's and this is part of the reason why i haven't said anything is because so i used to i used to do software qa Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that I know from doing software QA is that it is useless to bring a problem to a developer or anyone else um, without having first done all that you can to tell them the steps to reproduce the problem. Right. Because they, if it can't be reproduced, it just can't be fixed. It really exactly. is that plain and simple, right? Yep. And so, since I don't know the steps to reproduce the problem, and since there's so many possible, it, you know, it could be something with the feed. Yeah. It could be Google Reader, who's kind of the intermediary between between Reader, the app, and the feed. Yeah. So that means three possible entities could be at fault. So where? How do you report the problem? Where do you report the problem to? Or do you? do what I've been doing, which is every couple of weeks dawn on me, you know, I haven't seen anything from Ben Brooks in a while. (laughs) Oh, that must mean because the feed is broken. Right. Oh, okay. Let me, you know, let me do something to change that (laughs) and, uh, and, and to fix that. And then I unsubscribe and resubscribe and they all come in and it continues to work for another week or two. Weird. Well, maybe I'll just give you my feed. My my member feed because it works fine. And yeah, I won't tell them. Well, I won't tell well, them. well, but here's the deal: Are you using Google Reader? I am. I use Google Reader, Reader and the Reader app, and right. That, oh, so it's, it's wire. Yeah, I, I yeah. never have a problem with this feed though. So wow, wow. So I'll just send you mine. Mine must just be special. Must be special. <laughs> because, it it, it, it a, could be. I'm you a publisher could be now. Special. Um, yes. Exactly. Very so. special. <laughs> Yeah, see, so I just resubscribed, and woo, well, look, uh, you know, why why mailbox won't fix your email? There it is. Exactly, see? that's the All one. Right, terrific. All right, 
See? And now Having, it all works, and now I can catch up on what I've missed. <laughs> reading you doing this sort of stuff again is making me miss what your site used to be. Because you, you kind of had a site that was a little bit more like patdriver.com was kind of like this sort of site, right? You commented on tech news stuff yes. like everybody else did, and, and then you kind of stopped doing that. That's because so everyone else started doing it. Exactly. Well, now I miss it. <laughs> I always missed it, but now I miss it even more. It's made me realize how much I missed it. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do something. I, I mean, I'm, I've got the site back up. I, I took it down for a while. The blog is back up, like my own personal blog. And this actually has been encouraging. I, I you know, forcing myself to do a little web surfing. You know, you know remember back when you just used to surf the net <laughs> and, and yeah. find, find links? And, you know, and that, that's kind of gone away in our, you know, steady stream of, of links and social media crap. Yeah, the internet uh, comes to me now. I don't go yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. And there's, yeah. there's a very different dynamic that happens there. And so, yesterday I was just plugging in, plugging in URLs to random ones, just making random them up. URLs, just, <laughs> you know, and and seeing where I land, and it was fun, and and a couple good posts came out of it. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing this. And and you, Mike, for you, I will start. I will start doing some more of it on my on my own site as well. That's all I ask for. Yeah. Even if so, it's just me that sees it. Yeah. Like you just send me is. a spoof RSS feed. I'm 99% certain that my only readers are you and my mom. So <laughs> so that leads me to a question I've got to ask, which is, okay. what's, what's the deal? Why have you been delete? You know, why is it that like, you know, you'll be on, on Twitter for about five minutes and then decide to delete the account, then decide to come back and under a whole other different account and like, you know, and and your websites have all been pretty much the same. Um, and you know what's what's especially interesting to me is that you in particular have so much great great things personally, just about you and the things that you are doing to share. It's not just that you are a designer who's interested in design and 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 the web and things like that. It's not just that you know you're doing the whole paleo thing, and it's not just that you've got great comedy skills and you're doing these comedic videos. It's not just that you're also a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. It's not just that you're also a photographer, and like not just a average filmmaker. You're an excellent filmmaker. You're well, thank an you. excellent photographer. I mean, you're probably one of the best photographers I I know. I personally know. Do you do you know me and me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> me and yeah. Oh, oh, George. I mean, there's George Quinteros. There's uh, John from Fifty Foot Shadows. There's. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I the the list goes oh. on. CJ. There's you know I know lots of great photographers. Um and. So I'm very honored to even be considered. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So. So. I don't know. I'm a little frustrated with you, Pat. <laughs> I mean, seriously, so, because so if I was even half as talented, I would have five or six more sites than I do. Right. So that's that's one problem. That's is. a terrifying thought that you would have <laughs> yeah. five more sites, Pat. I think the internet would have to just stop. <laughs> it would be his own internet. <laughs> the patent. That's the goal. <laughs> you would set up. You'd have a separate uh, service provider for the Roan Internet Protocol, mm-hmm. um, RIP, 
and, <laughs> and you would you'd have your own you'd have its own setup box, <laughs> which is which is just it's pure white, pure white and a perfect square. And you have to put it on an and empty desk in an empty it has room. Has to be on an empty desk, and there's only one cable that comes out of it, and that leads that leads right to the nowhere. It just that doesn't actually plug in anywhere. It's just <laughs> and. And that's how you connect to their own internet protocol, and that's where you get all the great sites like, like you know, like Pat, Pat's, Pat's Pwn Photography, yeah, and there you dot com, yeah, dot Rome, yeah. yeah, dot Rome. <laughs> no, so so <laughs> so seriously, um, why can't I get my crap together? Is that what you're asking? I can't, that's essentially what I am asking. Okay, in a nutshell. So. Yeah, what's your problem, man? Okay. Well, there's a couple things. One one of which is is, um, I so go back uh, uh, back last summer. I think I think it was summertime where I deleted Twitter and and got rid of every like I had something like in the neighborhood of twelve or thirteen hundred followers. I had posted something like nineteen thousand tweets. Um, very active. Very much involved in mm-hmm. in that community. Um, I, I had. Thank you. I had the blog that I was posting on almost every day, um, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what I found was um, I was just very tired of the um, always feeling like I'm performing, like I'm on. Um, so what am I? What am I trying to say? I very much value um, personality and authenticity in in the things that I try to create um and in the things that others create i've the, the things i look for are you know authenticity is this actually true to the person who's telling me this um and so i was feeling very much like that wasn't me anymore i wasn't i wasn't being true to who i was because uh, you know i was going through some crappy you know what a situation or whatever and i and, and yet on if you saw me online everything was still hunky dory and and i i really I, I didn't know how to deal with that disconnect, and so I just shut it all down. I I closed up my Twitter account. I privatized my Instagram, uh, which is still actually privatized. Uh, I shut down my website. I I I I ended up using Tumblr just to post some pictures and and little bits and pieces here and there, but more or less shut everything down. And and you know it was actually very refreshing because suddenly I was, you know, no longer in this constant. Um, this sort of cycle where everyone is is trying to get your attention, and you're trying to get the attention of people who are also seeking the attention of others, and so it's this whole, it's just kind of ongoing attention seeking cycle. Um, and so, but then there was other things that I did miss. I did miss some of the true, real people that you know I followed on Twitter or you know, had struck up relationships with. Um, and so I'm slowly trying to, you know, I, I joined Twitter again, and I, but I only follow, you know, I think less than 50 people. I don't even know or care what the number is. Don't care how many people are following me. Um, and, and I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to not, I'm trying to not let it take, you know, take over so much of my life that, that it, yeah. it matters, you know, in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, and also, I I, th- I think uh, 
Um, maybe by taking that approach, I don't know. Maybe it will allow you the free the freedom to feel like you can be a little bit more real. You can you can share some of your struggles and pains. I mean, I think yeah. that that's you know certainly some of what I get out of your podcast is it's nice to kind of you know hear hear you dealing with some of this stuff in in a in a very you know uh, relatable and, and and humorous way, right? Mm. Yeah. The last thing I want is to is to sort of do it in a voyeuristic way where Mm -hmm. you know people you know are being entertained because of the pain or struggle or whatever Mm -hmm. and i mean not not that i'm saying i'm always in this sort of you know melancholy you know downtrodden state but um um i want it to be um beneficial you know i want it to be constructive and so um yeah so uh, yeah doing the podcast has freed me up because you know, when I had 1,300 followers, I don't know that I would have been as comfortable doing it um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I had my quote-unquote personal brand and I had to make sure that everything was, you know, along the lines of my personal brand. And mm-hmm. and it was just kind of, you know, you know, Pat, you know, Pat Driver's <laughs> this creative guy and he's got things figured out. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm just an, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like... <laughs> and, and that label alone should denote to people that we got issues. Right. You know, oh our art is largely driven by our issues, right? Oh, I absolutely. Mean, it's, you know, um, oh. this is not, uh, this is a very common thread amongst, amongst artists, you know, it's for like, sure. you know, uh, and so, and, and I, and I would argue that the, the more artistically creative you are, uh, that the reason that you are is, because you have a lot to express, you have a lot of emotion to express. You need as many outlets to express it as possible, and as many mediums and ways to express it as possible. Um, and the the other yeah. the, the other part to that is, I, as an artist, you allow yourself to dig deeper than others would into yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 know, you you allow yourself to to ask questions that normal people. Um, we just don't ask, and or, that or and that avoid. can be scary or avoid. Oh, yeah, yeah, that avoid can be really scary. And sometimes that's just hard to do when you're in this always on, always need to be entertaining. You know, world that yeah. we live in. You know, I mean, I have my I, okay. I have a Facebook account, and I've got only people that I know personally, only people whom I've met in person, like my family, close friends. You know, I I don't I don't let other you know sort of internet people that I've never met in real life join my Facebook thing because it's it's very personal to me, and so and yet at the same time I still post funny things or creative things um, and 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 treat them as though they're an audience rather than a group of friends, um, and I have to catch myself sometimes and be like that's not what these that's not what these people are interested in they want to know you know like. Pat just, you know, went on a date. They don't care that, you know, my clever wordplay about the latest, you know, iOS app that all the tech geeks are talking about, you know, mm-hmm. and so... Or poke uh, jokes. Or poke jokes, exactly. Not poop jokes. No, well... I those mean, two. Plenty of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So, well, that, I guess that brings me to, why not have a protected Twitter account? I thought just, about it. Yeah. 
And I just, thought about like, that actually just the other day was the idea of t- t- doing that. Um, but uh, uh, that's that's kind of the weird di- the weird you know enigma that is me is that I I want that private not private but like personal sharing of you know what I'm dealing with or and that could be good or bad but mm-hmm. I also very much do enjoy entertaining people and performing and doing stupid videos like doing a somersault in my backyard is I I don't see um I don't know how to separate that from you know talking about you know struggling with weight you know yeah I don't know I don't know how to do that differently I don't know how to you know, maybe I need to, you know, crack open a moleskin and write <laughs> cr- that, write the crap down that sucks and only post the good stuff. I don't know, but that seems shallow and and dishonest. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with uh, in yeah. our increasingly connected world, and it's one of those things where, where, you know, um, you know, of course, as we've discussed before on the show, these social networks. Their business depends, the free ones especially, their business depends on us sharing as much as possible with as many people as possible mm-hmm. um, because they, they there's a lot of data there that can be mined, that can be shared, that can be aggregated, that can be you know sold to advertisers, you know, what have you. Um, but in real life, in real life, our approach to privacy and access is is highly nuanced and really um really ever changing and you you know what i mean like totally. you know i i would share just about anything with my wife but there's some things i would never say to her face <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You sure. know. I mean, yep. just you know, and it's not because I don't love her. I don't, you know, share everything. With, you know, she's not my best friend, and all this other stuff. It's just yep. because, you know, I'm gonna say I'm. Yeah, I don't want to tell her that sweater that she just bought. You know, and and love so much. It's not the best. You know, maybe or, you should choose something different. Or you know, what I mean, or even serious issues. Right. I mean, if you're having a serious issue with her. Um, that you need outside perspective on. Um, yeah, you're not. Yeah. You know, you need to. You need to have someone else. Obviously, probably not your Twitter followers, but someone right. close. You know, a good yeah. friend who you can trust and and can yeah. be the outlet for that discussion, because yeah. you need that input before you can then take it to your wife, right? And, and right, and, and word it in a way that you, that she understands that she right. should really return that sweater. I hope she got the receipt. Um, exactly. But you know, um, but I, I think the. The other part of that too is that, um, you know, uh, I can agree with you that venue is important as well. There are things that, you know, for instance, I would share on ADN that I won't put on Twitter. There's going to be things that I talk about here on the podcast that I'm not going to write about. Mm-hmm. There's going to be things I write about that I then talk about here on the podcast, and then I tweet something. There are things that start with a tweet, become a blog post, and then to become an entire blog podcast, right? I mean, there's, there's, and it, you never, it it's really is on a case by case basis. I wish there was some sort of, some sort of thing with every kind of little new tweet window that would allow you to say, well, and Google Plus does this to a certain extent, so kudos to them. 
yeah, I want to share this with this group of people or that group of people or make this private only or me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for everything you do, allow you that kind of, that kind of control. Yep. Um, you know, but the, of course, you know, then you add a whole bunch of complexities that introduce a whole lot of host of problems. As a designer, you know that whenever you add a feature, you're actually adding, you're actually adding, you know, 10 steps of complexity that, you know, that you think, oh, it's just a simple little feature. No, yeah. it's not that easy, right? Nope. So, so, I, oh, wow. I, I'm going to throw my two cents in there, yeah. if, if that's okay. Of course. I mean, I, is, that, um, is that two pence, though? Is that... I'm not um, yeah, I'm not sure what the, what's the exchange rate on the. Yeah, um, it's probably like well, it, it's about four pence. Okay, all right. Give us your four pence, Mike. No, it'd be one. One pence. Probably oh yes, one, you're right. You're right. I'm doing the math backwards. So yeah, yeah. Nope. yeah. Give us your up. give us your pence, Mike. <laughs> Are you asking me for my pants? <laughs> Remember, pants have a completely different meaning in England than they do in Canada, the U.S. <laughs> so um, I, I made like a decision um, a while ago. Like I don't – I'm very careful about what I put online. Like I don't put personal sort of things there. You know, like I'm having a problem at home. I won't tweet about it mm-hmm. um, just because I just – because I have people now that follow me that I, you know, that aren't just my friends that I've known for years. You know, I have people that listen to the shows and, and they want to hear me here. And they, you know, they don't know what they have. I guess these people don't have an expectation of the things that they want to see me tweet about. You know, I don't really, I don't know if people do that. Um, you know, they're like, well, I just want to hear him talking about podcasting, nothing more, or, you know, whatever, pens or whatever um but i guess that's the kind of you know it's those sort of things that people are coming to hear me about so i talk about those things i talk about other sort of inane things that happen in my life but i try not to i I don't share every thought i don't share things that are gonna upset people like my friends you know i don't if i've got you know if me and sammy have had an argument i don't tweet about it you never guess what she said to me you know i I don't i don't do that i mean i wanted to but but i don't I mean, boy, do I know. And um, <laughs> I don't swear as well. I mean, I am a human being that, that uses foul language, but I don't, um, I don't swear on the shows and therefore don't swear in social I mean, networks. You, you're, you're no Terry Lucy. Exactly. <laughs> and you've heard me swear, Pat. I'm sure I swore. Oh, yeah, yeah. You. I, I've, I've, I've heard it. But, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if you were to read Terry's Twitter stream. <laughs> yeah. He, he is more, you know, he just, he's one of those sorts of people that, um, fair play to him, more power to him, that he, he tweets yeah. what he, whatever he wants. He doesn't care about what people think. And I'm not yeah. saying that one way is the right way. This is just the way that I choose to do it. I, you know, I have um, an aspiration to become a public figure of some of sorts you know mm-hmm. so i don't i just figure i always take this is with the same with our swearing policy on the network i just take the lowest common denominator you know i can't but people don't get upset at you for censoring yeah. curse words but if you don't want to see them and they appear then people can get upset about that yeah what's what's interesting about um what you just brought up there with the idea of not not sharing the the bad stuff or the, the crap or the personal stuff. Some of the best, at least this has been in my case and, and, and I, I know it has been in others. Some of the best things that I feel like I've done have, 
have come as a result of of trying to work through actual pain, um, mm-hmm. work through actual struggle. And so the the one that jumps out to me is this blog post that I wrote a while about a year and a half ago. Um, around the time when my mom was, or right at the time when my mom was supposed to be going for surgery um, to have a, a cancerous tumor removed. Um, and I wrote this blog post called 12 PM and it just, it's, it's short, it's simple. And it just kind of talks about my, a little bit of my relationship with her and, and what we were, you know, dealing with at the time. And, you know, it's, not, it's certainly not my most read or most viewed blog post even even it doesn't even come close but for me personally it, it you know that's the one that's the one post that I go back or one of you know one of the posts that I go back to is 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 that one um um and I'm sure you know, that we're all a fan of cranking Merlin's piece right oh that's exactly extremely yeah personal exactly and so there you know I, I on one hand I totally understand the the desire to sort of be above above the you know above sort of this um you know threshold or whatever that you set up that um you know says these are the things that are okay to talk about these are the things that aren't okay um and sort of you know live live on the one side of that thing um whereas I really just feel like for myself I need to I need to you know, allow myself as an artist to to experience and share what those experiences are, good or bad. Yeah, which is a it's it's not. I don't think that there is there is definitely not a right or wrong answer. It's just you as a human being, right? Except that I'm better than you. Comfortable in doing? Oh, well, yeah, right. of course. With that bit, I mean, we yeah. all knew that bit anyway coming into yeah. this, but. Just wanted to make sure it was clear. You know, it's, it's abundantly clear. Oh, I I knew that, and I just hope that everybody else does. Good. Yeah. Well, we've probably gone way over. <laughs> one one hour thirteen. Wow! Wow! Good walk, guys. Good walk. <laughs> really good walk. Good Congrats! Hike. Congrats! You've reached your goal. I'm proud of you. Good game, Have everyone. A <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pat. When people aren't eating donuts, mm-hmm. where should they find you? Where should they find your work? And they should go there quickly before you decide to delete it. Yeah. Um, there's a time bomb on, on everything I do. Uh, there's a, yeah, patdrybra.com, probably the best way to go. And then Twitter, twitter.com slash patdrybra, at patdrybra. How do you do that? I'm not on the uh, alpha.net thing yet, and I don't plan to be. And It's too much, too many... Too many choices. Oh, you but, know, you'd rather spend that uh, thirty-six bucks on bacon. I get it. Oh, at least, yeah, that's about a, that's about a day's worth of bacon. <laughs> that's a lot of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Patrick, they can people can find you. They can find you at minimalmac.com, patrickrone.com. You are Patrick Roan, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E on Twitter and app. Every available social network. Yes, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna Pipe in here, okay. Patrick. Patrick, you're um, you started posting daily again on patrickrone.com, which yes. makes me that in a, in itself makes me happy. Um, but the quality of the writing has been awesome, so keep it up. Oh, thank you. I really enjoy it. To me, yeah, you're welcome. That means a whole lot to me. Thank you so much. And I am I Mike I M Y K E um, on social networks 
as well. So, Mr. Driver, thank you for oh, joining Mike, us. actually, I just want to pipe in here, too. Yes. <laughs> and, and just let you know that, you know, you've been tweeting every day mm-hmm. over at the uh, iMike Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And that alone makes me happy. <laughs> but some of the stuff you've been writing has just been really great. And I, the quality is just really good. And I just want to <laughs> say good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, that, that means he posts two or three podcasts a day. So at least, and, and that alone. Are you going to yeah. do a sleep podcast where it's just you sleeping? I'd be into that. Oh, that I've, I've awesome. looked into it. I've looked into it. I've had one yeah. of those apps, you know, like the ones that 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 you can get for sleep talking. Have you heard oh. of these? Like you can have apps that record you sleep talking. No way. Yeah. So, like, when you start talking, it starts recording. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Because that like you Dude, find a link to one of those apps in the show notes. You got Sleep to. Talk Recorder for iPhone iPod Touch. <laughs> the fact that Brilliant. you know this off the top of your head I lets just, you know I that just Googled you are it. being completely serious about this. I just Googled it. This could be a good show. This could be an excellent show. So there you go. I, I will test it out now. I, I will check. And it, see, because who well, knows? My best work could be in my sleep, and I'm wasting all these hours. The three hours a night in which I actually sleep could be wasted. Yeah, but what about snoring? Does it record snoring too? I would imagine it does. If it's I don't think it discriminates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. not that intelligent. And if you want it, if you want an app that'll record you while you're sleepwalking, check out my app called Perch. Oh, oh yes, nice. Perch. Because it records based on your motion. Yeah, Perch is... God, we didn't even unpack that. That's a whole nother show. That's... <laughs> seriously, because it, it's... It, it's interesting. I see, I see lots of applications for such a thing. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you can, oh, too, yeah. and that's why you guys made it. Yep. Some of which you didn't necessarily put forward as, oh, it would be good for this. Yes. We, mm-hmm. we did that intentionally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we've, we've got the big long list. Mm-hmm. So. All right. <laughs> well, people should check that out for sure just to see what the heck we're uh, talking about. Cool. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I guess we'll chat later. We will. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. No worries. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.